Hey, doing all right? Uh, welcome to the uh, third episode of Geek Blurb. Yes, number three. Number three. Yes. Uh, yeah, doing well in our listenership. We have uh, a couple dozen people that listen to us every week, so thank you for that. Um, so yeah, let's get started. Uh, Thursday, or actually Friday, we saw Ghostbusters Afterlife give a quick reaction to the movie uh i'll start uh i loved it um a lot of people complain about not being as funny as the first movie but i thought it was great i thought the uh, nostalgia was fantastic worked well um we'll get into a few of the specifics at the end of the episode with spoilers but overall it was it was a good it was a very feel-good movie and i liked it a lot um, what are your thoughts? What do you think of it? Uh, yeah, I agree with most of that. Um, I thought it was a very good film made for people that grew up on Ghostbusters like us to mm-hmm. bring their kids to, to combine the two generations. I thought it was really good. Uh, Paul Rudd was fantastic as always. Um, yes. but besides that, um, the first two acts were good. And the last act was great. Yes. Um, and the post credits, also very good. Yes. Um, the uh, yeah, that's pretty much all I have to say right now until spoilers. But the uh, the first two acts were good. Last act was great, and uh, audience in the theater clapped a few times, which yes. was nice. Which we haven't and, heard in a very uh, we haven't heard that in a very no. very long time, and it was it was great to right. see that reaction finally in a theater. Yeah, um, yeah. yeah, even even with I mean, really outside the, of like Endgame or something. Yeah, Endgame, really Endgame may have been the last movie that I actually saw a reaction like that. But yeah, we'll yeah. get into that. There's a very very specific spoiler uh, for that movie that we would we'll get into that that set the set the audience going ablaze. So. Yeah, we'll get into yeah. that at the end. Um, we'll put a spoiler alert before we get into it. So, so yeah, that was that was pretty great. Um, so yeah, we uh, we we were watching a bunch of stuff this week. Uh, we ended up finishing Ted Lasso season two, so we've caught up on that. Yes. Um, Late pass. <laughs> yeah, it was it ended like two months ago, but whatever. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we got into it. Um, but yeah, we're here to review it for you, and I will say. It was pretty great. Um, there's a few episodes that were some of the best TV I've seen in a very, very long time. I would say in the last 20 years. Mm. Um, the funeral yes. scene, especially, the funeral episode, was one of the best written things I've written. seen. Oh, my God. Oh, yeah. And just just the emotion and just the humor in that show to, to begin with. But then that episode, especially, it was out of this world. And I just loved it. Um, the stands, standouts of the show... Obviously, Roy Kent, which we've talked about a little bit in that prior episodes. <laughs> Roy but Kent. God, yes. they, they give him the best comedic comedic timing, lines, everything. It's just it's just perfect in that show. 
um, Beard, who is Ted Lasso's right-hand man. He's a coach <laughs> as well. He's got these very quick, very witted responses that just hit you just the right way. It works on and sometimes it's just a look. Oh, it's sometimes just a he look. just gives a look, and you're just <laughs> and there's he's the, the only, unsung hero. The only downside is there was an episode just about Beard, and he <laughs> it was kind of it was kind of the strangest episode of the whole entire show so far, but. But overall, when he when he's just himself and he just gives those one-liners or those like quick looks, like you said, he's fantastic on the show. Um, and then the other the other person that I want to give a shout out on that show is Higgins, who is just he's <laughs> he's the assistant yep. to the to the uh, the lady that runs the um, soccer club, and he and he just gives you those one-liners that are just you just don't expect him, and he's great and. Yeah, overall that show is fantastic. I, I definitely highly recommend it. Um, it's on Apple TV yeah. Plus. So, um, and it's nice that uh, next season we're going into it with an actual foe, so to speak, an opposition, um, which was at the end of this season where they yes. they tease the new soccer club that's going to be their rivals basically, and because uh, we really haven't had a rivalry like no. in movie major league. There's a team that rival the Yankees, obviously, and. And whatnot, but like for this show, we haven't had that really yet. It's been more just about the team, so it's going to be interesting going forward to see uh, see what they do there. Yeah, no real no real villain until until the very end. I mean, and and it and it naturally happened throughout the second season. You see it slowly yeah. turn to the dark side in uh, yes. <laughs> in geek terms, and it happened. Yes, like just like that. And it was pretty. It was pretty good. But yeah, overall the show's great. Emotions awesome. Comedy is. There, were, I, I probably was watching the end of that second season with a smile on my face the whole entire time, and usually that's a yeah. Sign the that last, I love something. last two or three episodes, yeah. Oh, oh my god, and just Roy, everything, just the, just the fox, and him just going nuts like that is, is out of this world. So, highly recommend that show. Um, yes. And uh, the other show that came out this week, the other movie that we saw. You just watched it today, right? Psych, the third movie. Yeah, Psych Three. This is Gus. <laughs> oh <my God>. Um, <laughs> how how do you feel about this one? I think it was the best of the three movies they've done so best, far. Best uh, of the three, but first movie not... was pretty good, but yeah, best of the three. But they're having really they're having a hard they're having a hard time catching up with the TV show as far as the. Uh, I mean, understandably, the show's been done for a few years, but. It's obviously not as good as the show. Um, yeah, but I mean, there's some scenes in this in this movie where Gus is just the best he's ever been with the ventriloquist. <laughs> yep, <laughs> and <laughs> it's just it's just you know, it's just crazy. He's just talking normal. <laughs> <laughs> it, it's yeah. just Gus being Gus, and that's that's a, that's what you'd want from a, sh- a movie like this. And I was listening to an interview this week with. Uh, the guy who created the show and he meant yeah Steve Franks and he mentioned that he wanted to do six movies after the series ended because he wanted to have an episode he wanted to have each movie character cater to each character the main character of the show so we've had Juliet in the first episode we had Lassiter in the second episode and Gus in the third episode and then there's three more episodes with the chief Henry and Sean which I'm guessing the right. whole entire movie series will end with Sean 
getting married or having a kid or some sort of a big climax. Well, he's married now. Right? Oh yeah, having a having a kid. Yeah, I, I believe you're right. Yeah. I think she did. Okay. Get, yeah. So yeah, I and, think. Uh, nice to see. Uh, nice to see Woody again, huh? Yeah, Woody is just like Ted Lasso. He's that unsung hero the whole entire show. Where every time you see Woody, it's like holy crap. He's kind of kind of reminds me of uh, our high school gender Neil Wrighthouse. Wrighthouse. <laughs> kind of got that Neil thing going for him right now. Shout out Neil. We love you, Neil. But <laughs> but yeah. Yeah, that was that was a good movie. Um, haven't heard any news on a fourth one, but I'm sure I'm sure that'll be coming because and that's on Peacock. This hasn't been greenlit, and they set it up too in the post credits. Yep, there's no, there are there is a post credit so. scene, so keep an eye on that. Um, yeah, we were gonna watch Red Notice this week, but we didn't get to it. I, I, I did you watch it? I didn't get to it. I have not. No, maybe next week we'll see. Um, Perhaps. And then the other the other big thing that came out this week, I don't know how big it actually. Maybe a year ago it would have been bigger, but we saw Tiger. I saw Tiger King. I don't know if you finished it on Netflix. The second part of Tiger yeah, King. Yeah, I, I saw it. It's funny because it ends after episode five, and you're like, you feel like there should be more, but I guess there that's going to be, be what season three is going to be because it looks like they have the evidence to get Joe out of prison. But yes. But now, but now I don't know. If, I don't know if you know if you've seen any of the news, but he's got cancer, and they're moving him to like uh, medical facilities and stuff. So who knows if he'll even last to the next season if there is one. But um, wait, Joe Exotic has cancer. Yeah, he's got cancer. They moved. I think they just moved oh, him yesterday. Shit. Yesterday, or the day before, they just moved him to a medical uh, prison. So um, I did not know that. So yeah, let's see what happens. But yeah, it's at this point, it's it's definitely you can tell it's pulling teeth, <laughs> pull, trying to pull out everything yeah. they can to get a yeah. to get a decent to get a decent documentary. Not as good as the first one, obviously, because Joe Not is nearly. just Joe is just I think, uh, Joe. So uh, yeah, I think you made a good point where this season should have just been called the Tiger Queen and focused yes. solely on Carol Baskins. Yeah, because um, who the hell kills who the hell them kills or something? Her. And, yeah, yeah, yeah. And and she's suing them because. They didn't get her permission, but they just used footage of her from the first season, I think. Yeah. Um, something like that. And yeah. she does not look good during this. She did not come out clean. <laughs> well, she didn't come out that clean in the first one either, but this True. time, this time, I mean, it, it's just the, the scrutiny from being out for over a year now, and everybody wondered who the, who wonders who the hell killed her husband. And yeah. It's, it's a huge mystery, the whole entire show, and it seems like it seems like they're doing the investigation because they had one of the sheriffs on there saying, oh, we can't get, it's an open investigation, we can't give you any right. any more details, so they were pretty quiet and hush-hush about That's right. the investigation, so, God, it would be it would be great to see a headline saying, oh, we've, somebody's been arrested or something's going on, but, yeah, it's kind of a, uh, kind of a, uh, <laughs> it's a fucked up show to begin with, but. <laughs> and, and and if Joe yes. Exotic ever Joe Exotic ever comes out of prison, he's going to be on the late night circuit. He's going to be probably the most popular pop culture icon out there oh, for yeah. at least his fifteen minutes that he he'll get after. But yeah, he's just he's just so what's out there. Uh, what's up with that Stephen Avery guy? Is he out yet or what? We I didn't. Wa- I never watched. Find out what's going on. <laughs> I never. I never watched that show. The uh, oh really? No, no, never watched that. It's uh, it's very good. Um, personal movies stuff I watched this week. Um, I finally watched Tombstone. <laughs> it's about fucking time. I uh, yeah, Jesus good, Christ, great movie. And Val Kilmer, I can't yeah. believe how great he is in that movie. He's and great in everything. 
I can't believe you never told me about this movie before or never talked about it beforehand. But before I probably have. Who knows? I just assumed you had uh, seen it. Well, yeah, he's he's it was he's the uh, first western I ever liked. Yeah, I'm not too big into westerns, but that that movie was fantastic. Same. And uh, that and like three ten to Yuma, I really liked. Yeah, never and, seen, uh, never seen some Clint Eastwood stuff, but yeah, I know we were talking about that. I think you should. Ben yeah. Foster's really good in it. Yeah, the remake. I haven't seen the original. Yeah, I like that a lot. Um, like, I, didn't, I, I was catching up on everything else, and we saw Ghostbusters this week, so I really haven't, haven't had time to watch anything else other than other than yeah. that. And, and the other shows that we watched, and finishing, finishing uh, Ted Lasso. So that's pretty much where we where we stood on that. Um, so yeah, we'll start off with some news, some MCU news. Uh, beginning of the week, I think it was Monday. We got the trailer to the final trailer to Spider-Man: No Way Home. Um, yep. I thought it was a perfect balance. Didn't give you too many spoilers, but didn't give you too many spoilers. But um, but it was just enough. It was just enough to tell you tell you okay, this is what's yeah. going on. But. Didn't, didn't and they didn't give us Toby and didn't give us Toby and uh, which we Andrew know was, either. Which, which we know was coming. There were some edits in the right because there's a scene that, in the trailer too yes. where like Spider Man's going one way and one of the villains is looking the other way, so he's probably looking at a different Spider Man. And not only I that, there's a scene where uh, Lizard is getting punched in the in midair yep. by nothing, and you, you can tell it was an edit that something was taken out. Remind, reminds right, right. me and a lot of people of the Civil War trailer where they didn't show Spider-Man in the final battle at all in the trailers and then yeah. sure enough he's right there in the background the whole entire time so reminds me of that um, I think that uh, the Electro that we see in the movie is going to be from a different universe and it may be not just Electro it could be other characters that are going to be in that movie and I believe that we'll yep. see more villains than what we saw on screen, a lot more and a lot more characters. Because you're, I mean, you're opening up the multiverse. You could open up twenty different multiverses, having twenty different different versions of a character come in. I, I know there's um, a couple versions of Green Goblin that we end up seeing William Defoe. Um, there's one on a glider. There's one that he almost looks yep. like Mad Max <laughs> on a glider. <laughs> So, so yeah, there's. I think there's going to be different different um, aspects now, of the multiverse shown. Do you think we're going to get Franco? Because I'm going to go ahead and say he's been canceled and will probably not be in it. Um, I don't think we'll. I don't think we'll see Franco ever again on anything. I think uh, yeah, he's been canceled. If Seth if Seth Rogen doesn't want to work with you, I don't think you're going to be. Uh, <laughs> I don't think you're going to be working in Hollywood for too many other people. So. Yeah, exactly. So yeah, um, yeah, I think there'll be there could be more Spider-Man other than Toby and Andrew. I I, I uh, really think that. Uh, yeah, I I don't know. Um, the other theory I, I was listening to this week a podcast and they had mentioned that what if uh, when Toby McGuire takes off the mask that Toby McGuire is the Uncle Ben to this. No Way Home universe. Ah, interesting. That would be interesting. Like if he took off the mask. Yeah, if he took off the mask and Tom Holland said Uncle Ben, but it's actually you know Mm. Tobey Maguire. It'd be interesting. 
right. interesting. And he twist. is about the same age as Marissa Tomei. I feel like so exactly. And we've never <laughs> and we've never seen we've never seen Uncle Ben in this universe, so it would be interesting yeah. reveal. And, and we wouldn't have to Tony have the, Stark play the role for a bit, but yeah, yeah, it would be interesting. So yeah, great trailer. Excited for that movie. I think it's about a, less than a month now, so right before Christmas, mm. so that would be, be fantastic. Um, other news, MCU news, uh, rumor of a Daredevil reboot on Disney Plus. Um, they had some Which casting. Which kind of ties into Spider-Man. Yes, there is a rumor that supposedly yeah, in that. Well, he need Peter will need a lawyer for all the damage he's done mm-hmm. to the city now that everybody knows his identity. So. Um, yep. Makes so yeah, sense. there was some casting documents that came out that showed Daredevil being one of the mo- one of the shows being cast. So, so yeah, we'll see what happens. I think I think between uh, Hawkeye and this, I think we're going to see some Daredevil connections show up sooner rather than later. So between that, and no, no way home. Um, so yeah, uh, saw heard another uh, theory. Um, yeah. The Eternals, um, it was in a Galactus theory that Galactus was a, um, was a hunter of the Eternals. See, I, God, I hate, I, I just, I can't remember what the theory was, but it was, it was crazy. Um, the other, the other Eternals theory. Are you there? Yeah, Yeah, I'm here. Oh, I thought you cut off. No, uh, the other... The, I can't remember what that eternal theory... I don't even know why I written, wrote it down, but... Yeah, I was going to um, say, good segment, Ray. <laughs> yeah, the uh, the other eternal theory, which I do remember, was the Shang-Chi theory, um, where each of the ten rings that the uh, that the ten rings have were maybe based off of the ten Eternals, the main Eternals that are on Earth, Um you think about it, each ten ring in the comic books is supposed to have a power, and each Eternal has a separate power, and the Eternals have been on Earth yes, for 7,000 years. Well. You didn't see that, too. Which would, yeah, which, I would, see it. which would be a perfect natural progression to the right. story. I'm not sure if that'll, if that'll ever run ring into that, but um, but yeah, I, I like that theory. Um, other, uh, other news, uh, Patty Jenkins, Ryan Johnson, articles come out this week that they are their projects for Star Wars have been completely wiped off the slate. Um, Patty Jenkins, we mentioned last week because of scheduling, but Ryan Johnson is the first time we've heard anything about that. Um, and we haven't heard anything official, so who knows what's going to happen. But it seems that they're, uh, they're either tightening up what's going on with Star Wars, they're either leaning or, or leaning on Disney Plus more because the series are doing so well for them, or who knows what's going to, going to happen. But... Yeah, um, Kevin Feige. Kevin Feige. Uh, so, so yeah, uh, Kevin Feige. That movie, the uh, which is being rumored to be the Old Republic, will be uh, will be still made and it's still in pro- in process. So we'll see what happens. I just remember what the Galactus theory was. Um, the Galactus theory was the Eternals were. We're gonna do a little bit of spoilers for Eternals, but but it's not a huge thing. Um, in the in the middle of the core of the planet, Celestials are born, um, and the Galactus theory that I saw was that Galactus was going from planet to planet to eat planets, and 
he was going to eat souls of Eternals in the planet. Because he, when he goes, when Galactus goes to a planet, he absorbs every nutrient, every power of that planet, every every life form. And with an Eternal, be, and with a Celestial being born in the middle of a planet, that's the ultimate power that Galactus would want to eat. So that was a theory that I saw. I just remembered as we were talking about that. But. Oh, okay. It's interesting. Yeah, interesting. Yeah, I'm hoping I'm hoping we'll see some stuff in the next couple of years with Galactus and Fantastic. When the Fantastic Four coming, I'm sure there'll be something there. But so yeah, I um I had a couple of ideas. Um, I wanted to run by you. Um, the first one was maybe we should do a segment for uh, for for like retro games or or just games yeah, that we liked as, as a kid. Um, I was going to start yeah. off this week, and I figured next week you can have one, and then each week we'll Yeah, I got one loaded up. I know what I'm going to talk about. Cool. Um, so this week I wanted to talk about a couple of games that came out when we were at the end of our high school, and a year after we graduated, um, Simpsons Hit and Run and Simpsons Road Rage. Yes. Great Which games. Which is basically Crazy Taxi with uh, the Simpsons. Yeah, Road Road Rage was Crazy Taxi. Hit and Run was a, it was a spoof or a parody of Grand Theft Auto. Um but yeah, uh, Road Rage came out when we were in high school. It was great. You'd pick up uh, all the characters from the town. And you'd bring them, just like Crazy Taxi, you'd bring them to different parts of Springfield. And you have a lot of interactions with the town. A lot of a lot of paying homage to different episodes from the early early seasons of the show, which were the, always the best. Um, and then uh, when when Hit and Run came out, you had a lot of connections. Plus, you had a lot of a lot of uh, a lot of uh, Easter eggs from different episodes as well, but that was more of a GTA, Grand Theft Auto missions, yeah. and, and uh, a lot more. I think you were actually able to step on foot and walk around open world Springfield, which was which was great. And I just remember how great those games were. So I just wanted to bring those up. And, um, uh, very very good games, and um, yeah. Uh, the other se- I had another segment. I had an idea for. Um, Maybe a throwback segment, call it Saturday morning throwback, because I mean Saturday morning cartoons were so big on, on our uh, in During our childhood. Our now, now yep. nobody, nobody growing up knows what the hell a Saturday morning cartoon is. So, but exactly. yeah, I mean, I mean, we used to we used to get up Saturday mornings and we'd sit there with a bowl of cereal watching fucking Power Rangers or whatever the hell was on Teenage Batman, all oh, Batman, yeah, yep. everything. The, fo- the whole Fox lineup in the afternoon was good too. So, so yeah, I figured maybe next week we can start a segment like that. I'll let you start if you want. Just pick a pick a cartoon or a TV show or something that we watched, or even something retro that you just remember that you wanna you wanna salivate yeah, over. We're gonna be we're gonna be talking about Batman the animated series because I feel like that was the staple. Okay, we'll start. Ne- we'll start next anyways. week. We'll start next week on that. Yeah. That's that's a great start. Yeah. Yep. Cool. Sounds so good. we'll do that. Um. So yeah. Uh. Next thing. I want to get into. Uh, we ended up watching Abyss this week for our first Lost movie review. Um, never watched it, neither one of us, until yesterday. So, um, right. And we both love James Cameron, so it's a surprise we never had a, either yeah. of us had ever seen. It, yeah, so. it all, yeah, just just always passed me by. I mean, Terminator is fantastic. Titanic is yep. Titanic. Uh, Avatar is Avatar. So you know what those are. Big blocks, big bo- blockbuster movies. So, um, so yeah, my thoughts. I'll give you your thoughts. What do you think? Um, it wasn't what I thought it would be, or what I wanted it to be. Yes. Wasn't a big fan of the alien uh, 
like, you know, being good. Um, Because that was just weird, and I just felt like the aliens in those movies are typically the bad guys. Um, Like I told you, I liked Sphere more. Um, But I understand The Abyss was groundbreaking for the time, but uh, after seeing as many underwater movies as I have, I thought it was just, like, average. Yeah, I felt like it wanted to be an underwater movie, but then... Oh, let's throw aliens in here just to fuck with the audience. Yeah, it, it didn't feel it didn't feel right, and yeah, yeah. it was it was uh it was an okay movie. It was, I mean, for an eighties movie, it was okay. Um, for a James Cameron movie, it was definitely lower on the totem pole than everything else he's put out in that. In that yeah, it's period. definitely on the bottom half. Yeah. It's down uh, there with Avatar, as far as I'm concerned. Yeah, Avatar overrated. The only the only thing good about Avatar is it was great in IMAX and 3D. Other than that, it was overrated. But yeah, at the time we hadn't seen that much 3D used. And it was fil- it was filmed much, in 3D. It looked fantastic in movies, IMAX, so yeah. it was kind of fresh at the time. But yeah, eh, uh, it's not really rewatchable. Why the hell isn't Michael Bean in? Like, why wasn't he the next Tom Cruise or the next Mel Gibson? Why the hell is he? Like nobody knows his name uh, in the household as a household name. Why is he not known? And he's in um, everything. Cameron like as a kid. stopped working with him uh, because he had a very big drug problem. Okay. And I think when Cameron disattached himself, that's when Hollywood. He kind of after Tombstone. Yeah, he kind of got not really blackballed, but it's basically he couldn't stay sober on set. Okay. Um, See, that makes sense. Type stuff. Yeah, that, ma- that so, makes that makes that total sense. Issue. That makes total sense now. And once, and I don't know if you know this, but I watched the uh, aliens uh, movies that made us on Netflix, and the original guy for his for Michael Bean's character of Hicks in Aliens, while they were filming, got arrested for buying heroin. So then James Cameron called him up because they worked together in Alien, in uh, they worked together in Terminator. And uh, basically, it was like, "Can you be here tomorrow?" And he was like, "Yeah, sure." And that's how he ended up getting the role in Aliens. Um, so I don't think once he got into drugs, I don't think Cameron wanted a situation to happen again, where he'd have to replace somebody just working with people that were on drugs all the time. Hmm. He probably didn't want to deal with that shit anymore. Okay. Okay, that makes sense. So was, uh, every time I watch, every time I see him in something, and you only see him in those '80s movies, James Cameron movies, especially Aliens. And he's Terminator in so many good '80s movies. Yes, and he's it's like in so why many the hell? Good ones. I was just thinking while I was watching it, so why the hell haven't I seen him in anything but James Cameron movies when he should be on top? That makes total sense. Then run to the booze. So that's what happened. See, so yeah, you want to give a pineapple rating to? Uh, we're gonna to, go with Psych first. Okay, we'll do that. It's psych, the first yeah. official pineapple rating. It's Psych. We rate things on a pineapple scale because of Psych. Yep. One through five plus a grimace if it's that bad. Um, definitely wasn't so a grimace. Def- definitely, definitely not wasn't a grimace. A, not a grimace. What's What's yours? What do you got for a score? Uh, I'm gonna give Psych a. Do we give halves? Like three and a half. I think we could do halves. Th- I'm gonna do, give it. I a think three we should do half. halves. Three and a half pineapples out of five. Okay. Not perfect. Uh, Miss, not perfect, but it was it was good enough. It was great. It was it was better than better than half half good, but it was good. Can we go? Can we go quarter pineapples? Sure. Eight, yeah. Why eight, not? Eight eighth of a pineapples. Sure. Huh? Yep. Three and seven eighths. No, I'm just kidding. Um, 
I'd probably say the first two movies were an even three for me. This one was probably a 3.5. I like that. Yep. Yeah. Good review. like that a lot. Cool. So, yeah, so what do you uh, think of Abyss? What do you what do you want to give that a pineapple rating for? Two and a half. I agree. I agree wholeheartedly. Yep. It's, uh, it was cool. Glad I saw it, but I'll never have to see it again. I think it was a little bit disappointing. And also, I think... I thought it was Cocoon when we first started watching. <laughs> I was kind of lost, like, oh, wait, what the hell is Cocoon? <laughs> I don't think I've ever seen Cocoon either, because I think I mentioned that in the text when we were watching. <laughs> That's right, you did say that. <laughs> so, yeah. Yeah, I agree. I agree with that. Good rating. So, yeah. Um, next movie to review. Uh, we haven't really talked about it. Again, show prep. We haven't talked about it at all, so what do you yeah, think? Yeah, show uh, prep. Well, I think I, I had an idea for Christmas movies. We should do every week in December. We should do a Christmas movie that we haven't seen, maybe, or, or that you haven't seen. Just like seen, a quick episode? Seen. Have you ever or seen... in the episodes. I think we should do... For the Lost Movie Reviews, I think we should do Christmas episode for the whole entire okay. month. Oh, yeah, um, yeah, yeah. Just like we did Abyss? Okay. Yep. Yeah. Uh, gotcha. What's your thoughts on... Have you seen Love Actually? I have not, and I refuse. Well, guess what? That's going to be one of my picks. Jesus fucking Christ. It's, it's got the guy from Walking <laughs> Dead in it. The guy who plays I Rick. I know it does. I know. I know who... Yeah, I know who's in it. Well, everybody Damn. everybody says it's a good romantic uh, Christmas movie, so fuck it. We'll yeah, watch it. because that's what I need. Need more, need romantic more romance Christmas in your movie. life. <laughs> yeah, well, fuck you. I'm going to pick a Lifetime movie. Yeah, so no. fucking suck on that. All right, let's uh, let's not pick Lifetime. Let's pick up something that actually made money in a bo- you blockbuster. You basically just picked a Lifetime box movie. Box office. Yeah. Well, Lori Laughlin's in a lot of them sons of bitches, and she probably made some money at some point. Oh, Lori Laughlin. Lori Laughlin. And Uncle Jesse. He's in a few of those. Pretty much everyone that you loved as a a child when you were watching TV on TGIF is in one of those Lifetime movies now. (laughs) Oh, yeah. Circle back to that. What about the the ventriloquist (laughs) dummy being fucking Urkel? Urkel? (laughs) In Psych 3, holy shit. Oh, oh my god. <laughs> oh. That was that was yeah. good. Oh, that was fantastic. So yeah, um maybe maybe we'll pick a classic that month too. Uh we had mentioned yeah. uh I still think we should do a mini episode just on movies we've seen. And then yes, from definitely. there we can do so we can do like something this week maybe of like Tuesday, Wednesday, put that up. Um well, I was thinking either that. We have uh, Thanksgiving coming up next week. Uh, maybe the end of next week, we could do a holiday Thanksgiving show okay. and talk about talk about those Christmas toys and Christmas movies um, okay. that we that we liked as liked as a kid growing maybe up. Maybe like a whole holiday thing. Yeah, next week. Because um, you know, I mean, next week we're going to be talking about Hawkeye, or at least I will be, because it comes out on Wednesday. Oh no, no, no! Not that soon. Yeah, so that'll no. be. That- That'll well, be the focus. Maybe it'll get delayed a year. It's coming out Wednesday. It's two episodes, so get ready. Yeah. Mark your well, mark ready. your calendar. Yeah, I'm marked. Mark <laughs> that calendar. Goddamn Hawkeye. So yeah, we'll talk Hawkeye. Yeah, we'll talk Hawkeye. Definitely talk Hawkeye, and we'll go into a Thanksgiving uh, holiday uh, chunk next week, and go from there. Um, so yeah. yeah, we'll we'll do some Christmas movies in December. Uh, maybe next week we can do uh, 
we'll figure out something, but we'll uh, we'll have something for you. Yeah, we'll do a lost remote, lost movie review of something because we always watch shit. So. Yeah. So yeah, that's uh, I, I, unless you have anything that you've watched this week that you want to talk about, that's the end of the main episode. Um, no, I haven't uh, watched the third episode of Dexter yet, so I'll do that after we do that tonight. Oh, cool. And I'll give my little review of that whole season once it's done. Um, at some point, I know you're not a Dexter guy yet. No, not yet. No. But uh, you never know. You might watch it one of these days. But uh, like we always say, you can't watch everything. Even though you want to. Yep. Because, uh, yeah, my list is ever-growing, and uh, yes, I get pissed off every, every time I see it. There's no way I'm going to catch up with this. It's just my movies and yep. TVs along. So. All right, so, like, yeah. so this is where the uh, episode ends. So if you follow along past this point, be uh, ready for some Ghostbuster spoilers. And uh, here's yes. a uh, here's a uh, little theme for you. So you hear this theme, uh, don't go past it, whatever you do, or you will know what happens. Oh. <laughs> the uh we have the high budget sound effects for this show right yeah oh yeah high budget high budget high budget so yeah ghostbusters afterlife dun 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 yeah all right so yeah uh let's start off with uh I'll, i'll talk about the cast i thought the cast was great the kids in this movie were fantastic Oh, yeah. Um, the little kid who plays podcast. Every time I saw that, <laughs> saw him in a scene, I just looked over it to you and just laughed <laughs> because he's pretty much everything that we're doing right now in this podcast. He's just he's just the uh, the epitome of that. So, so yeah, but, I thought as they point out in the movie, he only has one listener. We have seventeen. So oh yeah, we're doing better than him. Oh, and the and spoiler, <laughs> the one the one listener ended up being. Race dance, which was fantastic. <laughs> yes, but I enjoyed yeah. that very much. But yeah, um, and the girl who played Egon's granddaughter, fantastic. She was great. Oh yeah, she was great. She, Carrie Coon, her mother was awesome. Yes, but yeah, back to the girl. But yeah, she she had Egon down like you you could tell that she was right chip off the old family block right there, and uh, all the all the. Uh, all the mannerisms, all the dry humor, and she would try to jo- tell jokes throughout the whole entire movie. It's just that same type of humor that Egon had. <laughs> they they nailed that completely. Um, oh yeah. I will say, uh, getting into the review, a uh, little slow in some parts, but it picks up in, in a lot of things once you once you start getting into that Ghostbusters universe and realize everything is connected to the first couple of movies. Yeah, you realize and, uh, how. you're you're the big Ghostbusters guy. I always loved the first one, and the second one I could do without. Still haven't seen the uh, the Chris Hemsworth vehicle of the 2016 film. Yeah, you're not missing um, anything. So. 
the Leslie Jones Chris Hemsworth vehicle, um, and nor will I ever view it. Although I did see Paul Feige, the uh, director of that movie, reach out and congratulate uh, Reitman, the director of the new one, the son of the original director of the series. Yep. Uh, congr- congratulate him on how well they did. Yep. And uh, so that was cool. Yeah, fi- fi- uh, yeah. He's a uh, he's a very stand up guy um, to begin with. He did Freaks and Geeks. He did The Office. He's he's involved oh, in yeah. a lot of things. So yeah, I'm glad yeah. that he uh, I'm glad that he did that as well. Um, yeah. Yeah. Uh, R- Paul Rudd. Great. I'm glad they I'm glad <laughs> they fantastic. cast him. He was he was the, perfect. He was the comedic. Anything you wanted, any comedy you wanted in this movie, it was from him. And at the end, which we'll get into. Um, but yeah, uh, pretty much it's a sequel to the first movie. Doesn't really touch on the second movie too much. Mostly everything but you see in the movie. there is a bunch of Easter eggs that... Tons so the second movie isn't... Well, the second movie isn't completely left out. It's, they just it's canon. It's canon. Basically, yeah, yes. it's canon. Which the director had to go on Instagram or Twitter and actually say. Um, but yeah, it's definitely canon. Uh, it's not like the 2016 one where they just don't talk about it, which I still don't know if that's canon or not. Um, I'd say no. No, well, yeah, <laughs> it's it's not. But um, it, it, it kind of makes it feel like there's another universe. There's multiverse. Right. It's the beginning yeah. of the multiverse bullshit that they're doing now for everything. I wouldn't. I wouldn't be surprised if this eventually falls into that. But let's not even think about that later down in the li- down the line because I don't even yeah. want. I don't even want to picture those those two teams meeting up. Yep. But yeah, there's a multiverse ty- type of angle related to that as well. But um, yep. but yeah, the things I loved about the movie the uh, the the car had the the thing that swings out for the gunner the gunner thing, yes. which I loved because. Uh, I didn't really watch the cartoon that much. I saw like I, I saw it here and there. We'll probably talk about that during our Saturday morning thing. Um, yeah, but I didn't remember that from the movies, but I remember that from the toy car because yes. I had all of those toys. I had the the firehouse. I had the toy car. I had all the Ghostbusters. I got sent to my room once because the pole <laughs> and the uh, firehouse disattached, and I started hitting my sister with it. Um, <laughs> Got the old time out there from Pops. Um, but, yeah, I I love the toys. I mean, I had the uh, the thing that changed your voice, the uh, the, the trap. You could, nice. like, it had, like, a, I don't know, six-foot wire. So you could, like, put it behind a couch and when you're six years old, hide down the stairs, which is, like, three feet from where the person sitting that's going to hear you doing this, they know you're doing it. But it was cool for the time. And I had, like, the proton packs and stuff like nice. that, which... I don't know if you ever had a lot of that stuff, but I well, was I had, spoiled. I had I had the firehouse. My cousin Josh had a ton of yeah. stuff. Uh, he had yep. he had the proton pack and all those toys. But what's the one thing you remember from the firehouse? That one thing that always comes to your head when you think about it? Beating my sister with the pole. No, I'm talking about something specific <laughs> on the firehouse or with the firehouse. That just every time you think you you there's like a smell that comes with it. It's just like that sense, that smell. What do you? It's that fucking ooze. Remember the ooze that came in at the big... Uh, oh, shit! Do you I remember that? that. that the goop or whatever? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was, it was, yeah. It was uh, ectoplasm. And yeah, it, came, it came with it and it made a huge I mess. about that. And, it, and you put it through the top of the grates on the very top of the firehouse. And yep. it, it was the messiest and it was the smelliest. You still, I still have that smell in my nose like right now just thinking about it. Now but that yeah. you bring it up, yes, that's a nostalgia smell. Yep. Yes. 
Uh, same with ecto coolers, all the all those. That's, that's, oh my that's god! How they taste and, and smell. They re-released the they re-released the ecto coolers, but you could only get movie. them like online. Like you couldn't get them in the store. Did you get them uh, a few years ago when they came out? They were they were at, like Walmart. When the 2016 places. movie yes. came out. Yeah. Did you, did yes. you end up finding some? You did. I did too. Uh, yeah. Um. I think I fa- I didn't actually buy them, but I did see them in the store. Okay. Um, I did. Kind of wish I bought some for the shelf so I could throw like some up on the shelf. But uh, yeah, I bought some. I wonder why I didn't give you any. <laughs> That's something I normally <laughs> would have done. That's weird. But yeah, I, I remember. It was great. Um, yeah, Paul Rudd was fantastic in the movie. Comedic relief. Oh my god. He ended up. He ended up at the very end. Him and the mother of the two kids, uh, who is Egon's daughter, um, ends yes. up being the key master and uh, and and the gatekeeper. Yeah. Um, so that the whole Sigourney, whole Rick Moranis thing, kind of turned over in this movie as well. Yeah. Um, not as not as not as story driven as it was in the first one, but you yep. still you still see the transformation of them into the dogs, into this and that. Uh, big uh, cameo in the movie, which I looked over to you and said, "Holy shit, is that J.K. Simmons?" He ends up pay- playing the was. guy. <laughs> yeah, he ends up playing the guy who uh, who created the the big the big uh, skyscraper in the first movie and he ends up going into this town and he, cre- he created this big huge yeah uh, temple I guess it, what was it it was like a temple or some sort of a thing for Gozer that right. was uh, that was it's to release funny. the you souls you like you look over me you're like J.K. Simmons and I'm like it's not J.K. Simmons then when he came to life I was like son of a bitch that's J.K. Simmons yep and uh, was uh, who played uh, who played um not Gozer. What's what's that girl? What's that woman's name? The uh, the bat, the evil. Uh... Zool. Zool. Who played Zool? Was that um, was that um Olivia Munt or some one of those uh, famous actresses? Look, she looked very familiar. It, it was either her or David Bowie. I couldn't really tell. <laughs> well, David Bowie's dead, so I'm sure it wasn't. Him. Oh well, R.I.P. <laughs> to him. My bad. But yeah, but they but they yeah, showed up the, the labyrinth end. later. <laughs> but yeah, but they showed up at the end. Um, uh, proton packs. Just hearing those sounds of them turning on and seeing the kim seeing the kids react to them and and doing that little shootout in the farm. First time they turned it on was fantastic. Um, so yeah, uh, the main thing was Egon went to this town later on. Probably I would say mid nineties. Abandoned his family, abandoned the Ghostbusters, actually took all the Ghostbusters equipment, including the Ecto one, went to this farm in the Midwest and ended up trying to find this temple, or he found this temple, or found where what was happening here, and he stayed here for the rest of his life and tried to and tried to figure out a way to stop it from happening. It was like an apocalyptic event that happened every twenty years or every. 50 years, whatever the hell ended up being. And they had a little timeline on there that every every time on there was an apocalyptic, apocalyptic event in the world that happened. Um, yeah. So, yeah, um, I think Ivan Reitman's son did a fantastic job. I think he did for, for taking over for his father. I think he did a great job. Um, I uh, I think the story was well done for, for what you could do for something that came out 30 yeah. years ago. I guess we should probably talk about um, why it took this long. And part of it is Bill Murray 
just didn't want to do it. He didn't want to play ball. Um, they brought him many scripts, one of which, because he didn't seem to want to actually be involved, uh, he was the ghost in the movie. And once uh, Egon died in real life, they kind of just changed it to him being the ghost in the movie. Um, and like they pitched multiple story ideas. And at one point, the video game from, what was it, 2000. 10, 9, 7? Yeah. Um, somewhere in there. That was technically considered Ghostbusters 3 for a while. Yes. Um, but yeah, Bill Murray basically just didn't want to do it. He seems like kind of a dick, even though we love Bill Murray. Yes. Um, but we say that just as being fans of at least the first one, first two. Um, so it's unfortunate that it took this long and Harold Ramis is no longer with us. But with what they could have done, I think they pretty much did the best job they could have done. Kind of like... It's the same thing that I always say about Aquaman. Like, they didn't make the perfect movie, but they made the perfect Aquaman movie with what they... Because that character is still out there. But sorry, that's different tangent for a different time. But um, I think they did the best with what they could. And Paul Rudd definitely helped a lot. As yeah. did archive footage, which when we talk about the post-credits, we'll get into. But uh, yeah, they did the best they could. And I think that uh, all the kids did great. Finn Wolfhard, Wolfhard and Wolfhard, whatever the fuck his name is, <laughs> is uh, he's going to be a good actor. And we saw that in Stranger Things. But he looks like he's like 23 right now. So it's yeah. like, how is that going to play into Stranger Things? Like season four has to be the last episode of Stranger Things, last season of Stranger Things. Well, kids I mean, are the kids are all in their unless 30s. Unless they do a time jump. <laughs> unless they do a time jump, like. 30s. They have to end it in like the fourth one. I mean, you got you got the main star over there, uh, Eleven, who's gotten in the news because of her ex boyfriend slash person that nobody really knows if they're involved with was talking shit about her. Uh, he's like twenty three years old, and she was like sixteen, and she was allegedly living with him at the time. Oh, That's a whole topic for another story. I don't know. If, did, you, did I ever talk about that with you? No, but I kind of knew a little bit about it. There's some stuff that we should talk about off the air because our younger audience, we just shouldn't say it here. Oh, God. But, uh, Millie Bobby Brown. Yeah. Anyways, so, uh, <clears throat> that's just took, our... took a turn. <laughs> <laughs> that's took a huge turn. It's not even in the movie, Kevin. Sorry, sorry. But yeah, Finn Wolfhard, good actor. Looking forward to, uh, season four of Stranger Things. Great, great in it, too. Get that? Yep. So yeah, uh, we'll, we'll skip right to the ending. Uh, very, very climactic ending of the movie. Uh, throughout the movie, you see this ghostly uh, interaction with the little girl who plays Egon's granddaughter. Uh, she has a chessboard next to her room, and the chessboard ends up moving moving pieces around while she's right. sleeping. And, and when and, you see uh, the, uh, the EKG meter, every time it rose, at the end of the movie, you understood yeah. it was because he was there. Egon was there. Egon was the ghost at the very end of the, yes. the very, very like, beginning of the movie. He ends up being killed by the evil spirits that were chasing him down yes. Yes. Um, from Gozer's temple. And um, yes. and at the very end of the movie, we end up seeing the three original Ghostbusters who are living. Um, the actors come in, um, and they end up giving a helping hand with the uh, proton packs to try to defeat, try to defeat. Uh, the evil that's going on with Gozer and all that stuff. Um, but they can't do it alone. 
the little girl helps out with her proton pack, but she doesn't have enough power either. So you see the apparition of Egon. He comes into form and helps her. puts puts his hand on her shoulder and helps her. And yeah. all four all four Ghostbusters and the little girl end up using their proton packs to save the world and and get rid of the yep. evil. Every everything evil. Um, Bill Murray. It was pretty awesome. Yeah, Bill Murray and Dan Aykroyd funny at the end. Um, Dan Aykroyd, yep. not that funny alone, but funny in an ensemble cast, and probably the funniest he is in the Ghostbusters franchise. Um, yep. Honestly, Bill, kind of surprised they didn't have a bottle of his Crystal Skull vodka oh, there because he promotes yep. the shit out of that. Should have been right. Like I'm surprised they didn't have one in the background or something. I should have been right on the counter. Bring his occult bookshop. Should have been right on the counter. Yep. Just very slinging vodka. Yep. So yeah, uh, great movie. I, I liked it a lot. Um, I, I could yep. see, I could see some fans. It, it wasn't as funny as the first one, so I can see some fans no. or some some. And it was made more towards children. Like if you watch the first one when you're eight years old, there's some scary. Like that scene in the library in the very first one. That's the scene that always hooked me because I was scared immediately yep. the first time I saw it. This one is geared more towards families, to where there isn't that many like scares like that but like as a kid when i was watching that library scene i was like terrified i refused to go to the public library here in york which at the time before they built the new one all the kids books were in the basement and it felt like a dungeon because the building was built in the 1800s yeah like i was terrified of going to the library when i was 12 years old 10 years old eight years old and having to go to the children's section (laughs) yep I'm good, bro. But, uh, yeah, this one isn't nearly, like, scary, but I thought it was a lot of fun. Um, I especially loved um, just the way they brought in the old cast in the third act to where they contacted Dan Aykroyd's character and they mentioned a few things, and that's when he's like, okay, I got to go. But he doesn't say that to them, and then all of a sudden he shows up at the end with the rest of the Ghostbusters, I thought it was a really nice touch. Well, because the and, little girl, uh, the little girl, Egon's granddaughter, calls him up and saying, yes. "There's something going on in this town that Egon ran yeah. to." Oh, by the way, I'm, as as she was about to hang up. Oh, by the way, I'm Egon's yeah. daughter, and because uh, she was in, she got arrested because because they were driving the Ecto One throughout this little town, and yes. the police stopped because they were underage. But but yeah, she had her her one call that she made was from a YouTube video that she saw from the old Ghostbusters commercials back from the original movie. We're ready to you know the uh, old yep. the old five 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 number on there. She ends up calling Ray's occult books and gets a hold of him, and that's how that old the whole thing gets started. And then when the when the phone call gets disconnected, you are kind of left oh what happened? And then at the very end of the movie, the three original Ghostbusters show up in full full outfits. With the yep. with the proton packs and everything, yes, show up sir. and uh, and try to clean house. So overall, fantastic movie. After credit scenes, the first one was a great interaction, <laughs> a great throwback. With and Dana, too, it hits. Yeah, with Dana, it hits right Peter. after you see. Like I thought, it was perfect the way they did this. Like, yep. In our audience, I don't know if you noticed this, but like, it's going through the cast list, and then it says Sigourney Weaver. Yep. And you and it cuts right to. Do you her. hear like an audible like an yep. audible like huh? Like yeah, she, had, she, she hadn't shown this? up. And she hadn't it, shown up in yeah. the movie yet. Yeah. So we're like, is she like a, in makeup? Like that's what I thought. Then all of a sudden it cuts to to her her scene. Yeah. yeah. After credits. Yeah. So then you're like ah. So I thought that was so well done. 
and then so they and, the, and they and they do the old uh, the old uh, second card trick that they did in the first movie and uh, yep and Peter Peter says you know I always used to I used to always take it out on the men <laughs> I, used, <laughs> I used to always shock the men yep so and then Sigourney ends up shocking him a bunch of times and as revenge it was good it was fun it was fun. Uh, second, second, uh, uh, second one in, in the movie. There's some, there's some news that the that they lost everything. When Egon left, they ended up losing the ghost house. They ended up losing. I mean, Egon talk, took all the equipment, so they had nothing anyway. So they ended up having lives after that. Um, Winston became a like some sort of a some sort of biz, businessman, made millions of dollars. Ended up buying the 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 um, the firehouse at the very end last credit scene in the movie and yep. brings the Ecto-1 there to work on to try to get it fixed. Kind of setting up okay, we're not done yet, we're going to set up either a sequel or something going on at the end where the Ecto-1's going to be repaired and fixed and and the firehouse is going to be new again. So it gives, it gives a little bit of a glimpse, okay, maybe we'll see something. Maybe we won't, maybe we will, but yep. leaves it leaves it open. So yeah, overall, loved it. Um... It was it was a good nostalgia feel. Um, I think uh, critics are, critics don't like it just just because uh, critics are assholes sometimes. But if you're a fan of the first one, if, if you, you like the original Ghostbusters, you're gonna love it. You will like it. Yep. Like I honestly don't think there's a single person that would like the first one and just dislike. They may not like it as much, but to just not like it. Yeah. Like I don't see that happening. It was very good. What's your uh, pineapple score? I'm going to give it a 4 out of 5. That's exactly where I was, 4 out of 5. Four out Honestly, five. before the last act, I was at like a 3, 3.5. Exactly. But I'll, I'll agree, it yeah. brought it up. Everything plus the post-credits was fantastic. Yeah, the last, and, the uh, last uh, yeah. 15, 20, last 15, 20 minutes of that movie, everything connected to itself. Mm-hmm. Um, was a little slow in the beginning. That's why I didn't give it a 5. Um story wasn't all over the place it was just it was just kind of it wasn't it wasn't ghostbusters feel it didn't have the comedic timing of the first one right but which makes sense because all those people were cast members on snl before they were in ghostbusters they already had a repertoire yeah yeah they they already had they already had chemistry where this is just more like a group thrown together and plus i mean snl is an adult show and uh yeah but yeah, I mean that was it was basically an SNL cast in the original one, plus the guy from The Crow, Winston. Oh yeah, yeah, The Crow. <laughs> I don't think he was an SNL guy, but <laughs> no, he was a theater actor. He, yeah, and he fit in. I I love the first Ghostbusters. It's one of my favorite movies. And I love the second one and the first one, but I love I I there's parts of the second one that are just more nostalgic to me for some reason. Maybe it may have been the first one that I saw from. Which is weird. I mean, being so young, it's not so weird. But it was probably yeah, one of the first ones I saw from the beginning to end. I just remember yeah. the. I remember. I remember the um, the train scene the most growing up when they're yep. underground the subway and it, it, yep. once it does the the big yell when the train comes <laughs> it goes through them. I just I remember that the most. But yeah, four four out of five pineapples sounds about right to me. So I'm glad yeah. you agree. So yeah, we'll yeah. leave the episode on that. Um, thanks for listening again. Uh, like, subscribe, follow us on our socials, Facebook. Uh, we post a lot of stuff on Facebook just because it connects to our feeds. So every time we put an episode out, there'll be news on the episode on Facebook, on our Facebook page, yes. Blurb. 
Um, so yeah, uh, that's about it for this week. Uh, next week we'll do a holiday, little holiday, uh, holiday preview. Name some movies and te- and toys and whatever, whatever we can think of to make it feel festive. <laughs> yes, definitely. <laughs> so happy uh, Thanksgiving. It's good, yeah. Happy Thanksgiving to everyone out there, and uh, we'll catch you next week. All right, peace.